For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're on all of them. We're also on Dash Radio during the week at 7 p.m. on their Nothing But Net channel. Also, we've got a YouTube channel, more than 12,000 subscribers, Royal Shepherd, hosting the Five Reasons post-up show as we speak. And FiveReasonsSports.com is where you go for all the latest no paywall content. We thank the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. This is a new one, but not a new business. CPT of South Florida has been providing small and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They're specialized in cloud hosted phone systems and managed it. If you own a smaller medium business and you're looking to save money on your monthly phone and internet costs, you got to give TJ a call soon as you can. He's been helping South Florida businesses save thousands per month. He can do the same for you. Also a big Miami sports fan with a cloud phone system. You can work from anywhere on any device. You need to be mobile these days. So for a free in-person consultation, make sure you call TJ at 954-966-2766. That's 954-966-2766. If you call now, there's a promotion that includes 25% off cloud phone service including free phones and the first two months of service free. That's right. Free phones, first two months of service free and 25% off cloud phone service. So deal with an owner, not a sales rep. Give TJ at CPT a call. Again, the phone number 954-966-2766 or the website cpt-florida.com. That's cpt-florida.com. And now tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five on the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's the floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander with me, the Miami Heat. Lose to the Milwaukee Bucks in a game that we thought was a critical game for them. They didn't really play like it. Uh, dominated from the very start of the game. Made a couple of runs, particularly the beginning of the third quarter, but end up losing by double digits. It's becoming clearer now that the Heat are headed for the sixth seed, unless there's some really strange circumstances that happen on Sunday. We'll get into those before the end of the day. But I want Greg, I want to address a couple of things here at the top because heat Twitter was toxic tonight and it was toxic with a lot of misinformation. So let me try to address some of this. Okay. We went into this game knowing that, well, a couple things. One Kendrick Nunn was questionable, but I said he was likely going to play. He played exceptionally well. He's pretty much the only heat player who showed up tonight. Uh, Kendrick had 31 on the game on 13 of 18 shooting and four of five from three. He, he seems to be the only player on the team that is not phased by Jimmy Butler, not playing. So let's get to the second part of this. Jimmy Butler was planning to play today. He was put on the injury report with a back issue. He worked for two days to get the treatment necessary so that he could play in this game. He made the trip to Milwaukee. Nobody goes to Milwaukee and Detroit voluntarily. Okay. He made the trip to Milwaukee so that he could play in at least this game. He warmed up 
and he couldn't go. His back tightened up on him. He didn't go through all of that because Eric Spolster planned to sit him tonight. So there was this thing going out on Twitter that, you know, they, that the Heat weren't taking the game seriously because they sat Jimmy. No, Jimmy's back sat Jimmy. Okay. And the need for Jimmy to be right for the playoffs. I was told he'll be fine for the playoffs, but that's what happened there. Okay. So that's, that's number one. Number two is we didn't know Greg, whether Milwaukee wanted the game or not. I think this was pretty indicative that they did win the won the game and that they were not afraid of the heat because winning the game was likely going to push the heat into a first round matchup with them again in a three, six situation, because the bucks are not going to catch the nets. The nets have an easy game against what is it? Cleveland, I guess the last game of the season. So they're going to win that game. They're going to rest everybody by halftime. So I guess I misread the bucks a little bit here and I don't know what that tells us. And we should talk about that about the fact that they did want the heat <laughs> when they easily could have pushed the heat, you know, into a five position and then probably drawn, drawn the Knicks. Uh, but the first part of this, I, I mean, Greg, did you feel uh, uh, poor effort aside, the heat wanted to win tonight. Did they not? Oh, for sure. Like this notion that they would ever sandbag this game in any capacity, um, hold back on Jimmy, hold back on any, you know, on Kendrick, you know, who ended up playing and looking great. Uh, the notion that they would hold any of those guys back because they prefer the Milwaukee matchup like that. I feel like that was some sort of narrative buzz line that that took place last year. That's kind of just followed this, these two teams when they match up around, that was not the case. The heat wanted this game. Jimmy was not, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you kind of, you know, detailed that. And I think it's it's important to recognize that the Heat's winning percentage with Jimmy in the lineup is comparable to Milwaukee. So I feel like having him right for the first round, regardless, is 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 the big goal. But obviously, in this particular case, to act like the Heat wouldn't have wanted to stay in the four or five and that, you know, path with Philly, there's a lot of, you know, things there that make a ton of sense for them, but it just didn't play out the way that they wanted a healthy Jimmy is what you really need. And here's the last thing that I'll say um, about Milwaukee in this matchup, they can't give Giannis the super max, build this team around him, go into the luxury tax and, and do everything else that they're doing. And then like run from a team uh, to quote a new track on j cole's album pride is the devil well they have some pride going here and 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 they should you know what i mean so i don't think that they could they could have feasibly acted as if that they were going to try to avoid miami yeah i think that's fair but i think if miami had played a really good first half i think you would have seen Budenholzer cut the minutes in the second half I, we, we never got a chance to see it because miami was so far behind so let's address to me what were the two big issues tonight okay I'm going to throw aside one other, which is that I said on the pregame, Tyler Hero would have a big game, and he, he was a complete non-factor and had a poor game. There were two things here I think we need to discuss, okay? So we'll do BAM second. The decision to start Bielitsa today, okay, makes no sense. Oh, my sense gosh. And, and I am, you know, again, I get painted as, you know, Eric Spolscher defender in all, any and all situations. I, I simply don't get the rationale he hadn't played in a month okay he came to the team out of shape i have said that they were not really thrilled with the conditioning that he was in there's been some other things that i 
don't think they've been entirely thrilled with. I mean, it, it, it didn't turn out the way that they hoped. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Not the first player they've yeah. had this year, by the a way. A bit aloof. That that's Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So, and then to start him to basically move Ariza to the three. And I know sometimes they have Ariza guard down, not just guard up, but guard down and even guard point guards. I don't get it. And, and I know Bielitsa played better in the third quarter, but he played the whole damn third yeah. quarter. Like I, I just, I, I don't, I mean, he didn't play for a month. And I think that plays into this idea that the heat didn't want the game because it was just such a strange decision. I mean, if you're going to say you need more size. Okay. I mean, you could play Bam and Denman together if you needed to. Um, you, if you're going to tell me, I mean, shoot, I would have rather seen you demon. Right. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Right. Um, like that's the thing, like Belitza didn't play well. I don't care how the stats like mapped out for him. I'm just going to quickly glance here. So he ended at, with 20 minutes, 11 points, three of eight, uh, all three field goals were three pointers, four rebounds, four assists and a couple steals. So he was active. Right. But like, to your point, I actually had a college coach text me during the game who watches a lot of Miami basketball and said, is there any idea why Belitza is starting? Um, it's really like a big game to experiment. And then he talked a lot about how it messes up two positions, just like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Like, like to move Ariza is just a weird spot. It goes against his philosophy, especially gearing up for the playoffs in a matchup. Like when you're thinking about the reality that was um, unfolding, where like Milwaukee's the matchup, I just feel like it was an even weirder play. And uh, it was, you know, evident by the way the game started that it obviously was not the right fit for this matchup at all. Greg, why would he not start KZ? I mean, I, I know KZ has struggled this season, yeah. but you also know he gives you length. Uh, he competes defensively. You just tell him not to shoot the ball, essentially. I'm all for the I, placeholder. I just don't understand why the placeholder ended up moving Ariza down to the three yeah. I, I i don't get it like if you start kz kz can do a couple of the things that jimmy can do i i the placeholder is the reason you don't start iguodala okay because you want to keep your bench intact but i i just it, it's just you know and i'm not on the call look I, I think alex is on the zoom calls tonight so everybody says alex has to hold his hold, hold spo accountable i'm sure ira or somebody will ask the question and, and again the, the final numbers here cosmetically are going to make it look like a better decision than it was because he ended up with 11, four and four and 21 minutes. But, but I thought the game was lost. Oh in yeah. The first six minutes and like, empty stuff completely. I mean, like for them to be for, they, they hit 22, three point field goals, Ethan, and they shot 45%. Like when they hit 22 threes, I, I would venture to guess in this playoff run, if they hit 22 threes in any game, um, I guarantee that they would win. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. a given. And so like, it was just a weird game that way. And, uh, and luckily with Jimmy didn't play in any game against Milwaukee this season. So mm -hmm. if there's one thing to think about as we kind of inevitably look forward to that matchup, it's that they've never seen this fully formed version of the heat. No. And, and look, this is a bad basketball team without Jimmy Butler this year. There's just no way around it. I mean, there, but, but I, I felt like the situation was made worse early by starting a guy who hadn't played in a month. Who's to me still looks out of shape, still doesn't look like he knows where to be in certain situations. 
I just, I don't, I, to me, the counter was maybe you play KZ and you go with athleticism. I mean, look, Haslam still bumps a reason down to the three, so you would have the same thing. But at least with UD, you knew he was going to set a screen, maybe take a charge, bring them a little bit of energy early, get them fired up. I, look, I, honestly, you know what I think got lost the other night when we talked about UD? It, because it was such, you know, it was such a funny story and a cool story, and he played into it, and he's out after three minutes. Like, when I watched him for those three minutes, I'm like, Shouldn't he have played this year a little bit? Like, yeah. Right? I, I can't. I you're you're so right about that. Like there's something to be said for a dude who you know that despite maybe won't he doesn't measure up athletically and like all that kind of stuff, like he's going to play all out. And like there's gonna be certain m- moments where talent just rises above, right? And like that it's gonna transcend a dude who plays hard. Like we've seen many versions mm-hmm. of that come through Miami. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done where it's just not good enough, but like throughout the regular season, UD um, going out there and you say, Hey, you're going to go for five minutes, go all out. Mm-hmm. Like you saw the spark he provided. So it, it's been a weird Spolstra year. And we, you and I both are the biggest proponents of Eric Spolstra. We we're not ever the, the dudes who slander him, but I think he'll look back on this season in retrospect, regardless of what happens in the playoffs and say that it was a weird regular season. No doubt. Some of the minutes, for Mo Harkless this year and some of the others at, and Chris Silva at the power. I'm just, I, I, I don't, and be elite. Like I, it's just beyond me that like UD, I, cause I, UD gives Jimmy Butler work in every pregame warmup. Okay. Like they, they go at it. Like Jimmy respects play. It, it's, I don't know. We, we kind of felt, I don't know. I don't want to use certain types of terms here, but it, it kind of felt like with UD, like we, we, we've treated him like, you know, this person who's incompetent of still playing any basketball, like he's just, he's just a mascot. And I, I, that's what got lost the other night was I thought about it for 48 hours. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, we all love UD. We love that. He got to go out quote unquote on his terms and he gave it to Dwight Howard. But then I thought about it. I'm like, shouldn't he have been playing this year? Anyway. All right. We're, we're going to go on the other side of this. Cause I know what everybody wants us to talk about is number 13. And so we're going to do that here in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We know that COVID's not over, but it's starting to lift here a little bit. People are able to go, obviously, out without now, without masks if they're vaccinated, starting to attend more events. We're seeing more and more people come back to the arenas. One of the other things that's starting to come back trade shows if your company goes to trade shows or you need a trade show exhibit you may need some help to get going again things have changed a little bit maybe your marketing team isn't fully back yet you got to check out everythingtradeshows.com that's everythingtradeshows.com they're based right here in fort lauderdale not very far from where i live but they can service all 50 states and basically they'll do the full booth build for you. They'll do the design it's a one-stop shop for trade shows logistics booth graphics furniture flooring even some tips to help you get noticed. They'll tell you whether it's better to rent or buy, go through the whole thing with you. You can schedule a free consultation 
and get a free booth rendering by mentioning five reasons. So go to everythingtradeshows.com or 954-791-8882. That's 954-791-8882. Again, everythingtradeshows.com. All right, let's get to it, Greg. Um, I save this for, for the end because I feel like, and we're, we're going to talk more about the Milwaukee matchup and sort of put a punctuation mark on the season and all that in the next couple of days. So we don't need to do that here, but I, I, we have addressed this topic so many times this season and I, it's, it is like beating a dead horse. Okay. But Fialica had four shots in the first half. Bam Adebayo had one. This is different. This, uh, this was his worst game of the season. Uh, yeah. Um, he had nine shots total. He had two field goals. Uh, one of the nine shots was literally a three-on-O transition opportunity. Where I, I this is where I'm at with it, Greg. They were three-on-O. He got the ball <laughs> inside the free throw line with nothing between him and the basket. There were there were no players back for Milwaukee. I literally thought he was going to pass it up. Okay, I, I and and not just not just to be unselfish or a good guy, but I literally thought he was going to pass it up. Final numbers today, five, eight, and eight. I mean, yeah, Bielitsa had better numbers, 11, four, and four on uh, a slightly better shooting. What happened tonight? I mean, is he not part of the offense? Does he not want to be part of the offense? Is it just when Jimmy goes out, his confidence is shot? I mean, we've seen him have moments without Jimmy. I was right there where he made the big shot, the game winner, um, you know, earlier, you know, we're talking like three weeks ago. But what is it? Why do we keep having the same conversation? Uh, because he's still young and developing and he's going to have ups and downs. And it's just a situation where I just think that, um, that because this is the side of the game that doesn't come as natural to him in certain ways, particularly as it relates to creating offense and like being that, that player, the, the part of his game that we're going to look at last and say, okay, now we've caught up to the all-star all NBA version of Bam Adebayo is going to be this last final step. Like this is it. This is the, 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 the thing that will catapult him. And he's just not quite there yet. I mean, put to put this in perspective tonight, he had five points. He had gone 56 consecutive games in double figures. And this broke that streak tonight. It was the, his worst game of the season. I tweeted before the game, he was nine assists shy of becoming the youngest player in heat, youngest front court player in heat history to get to a thousand assists. And as I watched the game, I'm like, is he like shooting for the nine assists to get to that mark? Because like there were so many moments where he could have been more aggressive and wasn't. I don't understand why he doesn't ISO face up and go to work. I think UD was in his ear towards the end of the game. It looked like that was a coaching moment there from Udonis. I, I can't explain it. I think it'll come eventually, but I can't excuse machine this away. Like this is a game where you would think he would get up 25 shots, even if it meant the heat look worse and lost. There's Mm -hmm. almost an element of it where it's like, let me see 30 shots from Bam. Well, and and here's the other part of this, right? Because I know what he does defensively and I get it that he's one of the few guys that can give Giannis trouble and all the rest. Okay. But (laughs) the burden is great on, on those who are gifted. Right. And I, I just think that that's, that's where we're at. And it's, it's this, this expression that, that Riley has had for years and he brought it out with Dwayne, but it, he used it with others before, you know, there is no way to greatness. Greatness is the way, right? Like, and, and the point is that, <laughs> you know, the truly great figure out ways to make this stuff happen in these moments. And it, 
I, I get it that he's still developing. I, I understand that. I know we've talked for many reasons about why he has a little bit more of a beta personality on the court. He wasn't the best player on his AAU team. He wasn't a scoring option really so much in college. It was more Monk and Fox. I, I understand all that, but he knows coming into this game that there's a bullseye on him from this perspective. And it's, it's not the, the, it's not the single digit points that bother me. It's, it's the one shot in the first half. Like that, that just, yeah. it just can't happen. And, and then we saw in the throw. second half, he, he, he forced some stuff um, almost a sort of overcompensate, but look, when Dwayne Dedman is more aggressive offensively than you are, it's, it's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, I mean, like you said, the, this is where the rubber's going to meet the road. Like when, when this costs them a playoff series mm-hmm. or a playoff game, a big pivotal playoff game. And it's like highly publicized in a way that a regular season is not mm-hmm. because so far last year, I felt like he measured up in the playoffs in the biggest moments. And he I did. mean, obviously the Lakers series was a little weird. So that's going to be when the, when the loud noises get, uh, so as you know, as loud as they ever will be, particularly as he leans into this max contract. Yeah, right. And we look, you and I, we did a whole episode about why he is a max player and he deserves the money. You and I have done many episodes about why we respect Spolster and think he's an elite Hall of Fame coach. Like the Hall of Fame ceremony today is going to be one of those fair exposures one day. But it doesn't mean that these guys are infallible. And I just, I, I think it was a bad night for both. Like I, I just, I just think. Of, <laughs> It was a bad night for both. And, you know, and, and, you know, look, we're excusing Tyler here a little bit. He gave him nothing. I, you know, one of nine awful, you know, awful, but, but again, they were kind of out of it by the time he, he got into it. I, I just, it's really as simple as say this, this Kendrick, no, Kendrick Nunn showed up and nobody else did. And, and the fact that we're here at the end of the regular season, when Kendrick was a guy who was counted out this entire year, and it's like when Jimmy doesn't play, Kendrick's the only guy I trust. It, that's really, I mean, with Goron, you know he's going to give the effort, right? Depends on his body. Kendrick is the guy who is unfazed by Jimmy Butler not playing. You look at his numbers without Jimmy, and and they're consistently good. Uh, but nobody else. It's like it's like Hero and Bam look lost without him. They they just do. Like I, it's and and the hope is Jimmy gets himself right again. This was not planned. Okay. We'll see what happens on Sunday. We'll do one more quick minute after this. Just want to tell you about prizepicks.com. Use that code five. Use the code five on the NBA playoffs. They're going to have more props up there. If you want to do the NFL futures, you can do that too. If you have questions about how to play, literally, we did a video about this on the Five Reasons YouTube channel, but you can also DM me at Five Reasons Sports and I will explain it. But check out prizepicks.com. It's the most fun way to play daily fantasy. All right, one minute left. Let's just get into the permutations of, of Sunday. Uh, the Heat should pretty much know by the time they play eight o'clock. I've, I've been told Jimmy Butler's not playing on Sunday anyway. So, I, you know, <laughs> you hope that the Heat can still win without Jimmy and get a little confidence. But I want to anticipate that if the Knicks beat the Celtics, which is expected, the Knicks want the game, uh, the Celtics, because they can still get home court, the Celtics uh, are not going to play Jason Tatum. And so I would expect a Knicks victory there. Charlotte could have helped the Knicks, the Heat today, but I don't. I, I'm not blaming Charlotte, Greg. The Heat had plenty of opportunities to take this out of other people's hands this year, and they didn't. Yeah, they're going to know at eight o'clock. I would anticipate if if this game doesn't mean anything, you will not see Jimmy, you will not see Dragic, you will not see Iguodala. I think those three. I think they'll just say Kendrick, if you can lead us to a Kendrick and Tyler, if you can lead us to a victory, do it. 
but I think that's where we're at right now. I, I think you're right. I think Bam could sit too, just because yes. of, like you just can't risk like that, like you're heading into the playoffs this way. And you're right. Like the initially when I looked at the last day, I thought, you know what? Houston is one of those weird teams that could score 134 points against the Hawks and pick them off. You know what I mean? Even though Atlanta is a 13 and a half point favorite right now, but now we're in a situation where even if the Hawks lose tomorrow and Miami wins, Atlanta has a tiebreaker. So this is all about Celtics, Celtics, Knicks to your point. There's no reason why New York doesn't win that game unless like some kind of crazy past Knicks energy uh, gets all over them. So it's looking like three, six, it's looking like heat bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, the good thing is there's a week to prepare. So we got a lot to talk about before then. We will have a lot to talk about. We'll obviously uh, address the fact that it's a little bit of a different bucks team this year. I, I, I don't know necessarily. I'm, Jimmy's not afraid of anybody, but I didn't think you wanted uh, drew holiday hounding him for, for four five, six or seven games, but it'll be interesting to watch. Check out our sponsors again, CPT Florida.com. Get your IT done there we mentioned everything trade shows.com prizepicks.com with the code five we'll have a ton of content coming up this week we appreciate you hanging in with us at five on the floor heat one game left in the regular season we may or may not be back here sunday night i'm not sure we may push back into monday and maybe pop on the post up on the uh youtube channel instead have a good night thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.